Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Joining us on the line is uh, Jason Dacey, former host of this show, Weekend Mornings. Jason, uh, good morning from Brisbane. How are you today? I'm great, Glenn. Hi to you and to New England listeners. Great. And, and Neil and Jason, we're going to have a conversation about what's happening in the media scene in Australia. Jason, you've been back there uh, what, a little over a month or so, a month and a half, and uh, you're reacquainting yourself with what's going on with media in, uh, in, in Australia. Uh, what's, what's, the, what's the overview look like now that you've been gone for so many years and, and, now, and now that you're back in Australia? Well, Neil, I, I feel like a stranger in my own country. You know, it's uh, so long. It's over 25 years since I last lived here. And when I left, it was really the pre-internet time. Uh, so it was terrestrial TV was very big. Pay TV hadn't even started in Australia. Newspapers were strong. Uh, and so it was a completely different media environment to today. My former media company, uh, Fairfax Media, the Sydney Morning Herald, some Singaporean listeners may know that's uh, and the age of two papers owned by Fairfax Media. You know, not so long ago, that was uh, taken over by Channel 9, a commercial television network that would have been unheard of. Uh, you know, 25 years ago. But this is a reality of today with uh, media companies merging. And Neil, who lived here, uh, you know, five, six years ago uh, and lived in Geelong near uh, Melbourne, even since then, Neil, it's changed dramatically, hasn't it? Yes. I mean, I'm following it from afar. And the uh, the media industries in Australia are very much mirroring uh, media industries worldwide. I mean, you mentioned there the age. The age was the uh, established, uh, respected broadsheet of Victoria. I used to write for them on a regular basis. And to hear that they've been taken over by a a terrestrial TV company, I mean, it's almost upside down to the world that I left just eight short short years ago. So, you know, for you to return after a quarter of a century, you you said at the beginning there, it must truly be like going back to an entirely different country. It really is. And, uh, you know, Glenn's travelled here, so he's familiar with Australia and how modern it's become. Uh, You know, the character of Australia has changed. And I've deliberately chosen Brisbane because uh, I like the warmer weather here. It's not as hectic as my hometown of Sydney. Of course, Melbourne is also very, very busy, not far from where you used to live. I just love the character of it. But I really have noticed that the country has become a lot different to what it was like back in 1993, 94 when I left. I think it's become a lot more nationalist, a lot more confident. Uh, the country I grew up in was a lot less sure of itself. Uh, you know, in the 70s when I was at high school, we always felt a bit inferior to the rest of the world. But in recent years, there's a real been a, a xenophobia, if you like. I mean, mm. maybe that's too harsh a word, but there's a confidence that Australia has that it didn't have when I was a, a teenager. So getting my head around that is something, uh, you know, something a bit challenging at times. But I, I'm so grateful to be back here after my very happy time uh, in Singapore. And, uh, of course, uh, I still see lots of uh, Singaporeans and Malaysians are about to go and visit a, a Singaporean friend here in Brisbane. So the connection continues. Yeah, it's interesting, Jason, because you, you really were able to watch, uh, you know, developments in the, in the early 90s in the, or mid-90s in the UK, and then you moved to the States and worked there. And then, of course, you know, we're in Singapore for over 15 years. So you, you've seen the development of all of these societies in the internet era. And because of that, are you surprised at the changes that you see in Australia? I mean, obviously, Australia has always been an important country, but, but more connected in recent decades. 
Yes, very true, Glenn. You know, growing up uh, in Australia in the 60s and 70s, we felt so far away from everywhere, so isolated. And even when I went to the UK for the first time uh, in the early 80s, there was that kind of, uh, you know, the sound of the line of the, the pips, you know, inter- international calls. But now we have FaceTime across, across the world. You know, we have connections on WhatsApp. Uh, it, it just feels a lot closer to Australia now. And, and of course, we've had all the, the cultural success in the music and entertainment industries that we didn't have when I was a, a teenager. Uh, so, yeah, it's exciting to see how it's changed. But with the media changes, it's a lot to do with bottom line about costs. And there isn't the money in media that there was when I started my career at the, at the Sydney Morning Herald in 1980, you know, almost 40 years ago. There's no money in media as we know it, in traditional media. So we're seeing a real splintered media, you know, with, with iPhones and all that kind of stuff. Um, so it's very diluted compared to the, the days when I started my career, and you too, Glenn, and Neil as well, when we had that concentration of the major players, whether it's a big newspaper, free-to-air television and all that. Which ties in nicely with what I was going to say about when you live in such uncertain times economically, I see a direct parallel between when you returning to Australia and me returning to Singapore. And in the time I was away, there was this fascinating paradox, Jason, where on the one hand, Singapore then, Australia now, had an influx of uh, foreigners, Mm. therefore making the country much more multicultural, much more multiracial. Exactly the same thing applies to Australia, which we would arguably say makes Australia a better place, a more colourful place. But at the same time, running in tandem with that, you've got the rise of nationalism and, as you just mentioned, xenophobia. Uh, So are you seeing that? Because I certainly saw a bit of that when I returned to Singapore after being away for five years. You know, on the one hand, more multiculturalism, more multiracialism, all good, but in the same time, a rise in nationalism and arguably xenophobia. Yeah, isn't it interesting that we see that? We see the multiculturalism and the different uh, nationalities. You know, Sydney and Melbourne, extremely Asian now. My old high school, North Sydney Boys High, has only seven Caucasian students in year 12. Uh, I'm going for a reunion uh, next month. And, uh, you know, when we were at school in the 70s, there were maybe three or four Asian kids. Now it's almost the other way around. But I don't think that's a bad thing. But as you mentioned, there is a rise of nationalism in these parties, like One Nation, where we have uh, very xenophobic anti-immigrant policies, which, of course, I don't uh, like at all. But it's almost a reaction to it, isn't it? Isn't it strange? But one interesting fact that I think I share with you guys, that we recently got our TV set up uh, in, in uh, Brisbane, and I haven't even connected the free-to-air channels, you know, hmm. the sort of things that we used to watch when we were, were kids. I, I'm not even watching them now. My daughter is you know, watching her iPhone, YouTube. We have Netflix and we have YouTube and that's it. So how much has things, have things changed since, the, you know, even 10 years ago where people would have been relying on their local yeah. terrestrial TV channels for the news? Absolutely. It's a, it's a brave new world out there. Jason, uh, we're, we're going to leave it there with you today, but thank you so much for uh, joining us uh, on weekend mornings. Great to have you, have you back and have your voice back on air in Singapore. Will you come and uh, join us again sometime? I would love to. And Neil, please go to Little India and have a, a, an Indian vegetarian <laughs> feast on me because that's one kind of food that I'm missing terribly here. <laughs> I know. It's the same. I get it everywhere. I like to send photographs to people overseas <laughs> just to annoy them. So I will have it and I'll send you a photograph. How's that? 
I, I may just oh, great. I may just join him on that since since my fast I may just join him on that and uh, go go vegetarian with yeah, him we on that. Yeah, we should be talking about food after your fast. So, uh, anyway, he's I, a different wish, man, Jason. He's well. a different man sitting across from me. I don't recognise this fella. It happened to you. Uh, it my, happened to he's him. My role model. Uh, both of you. I've got to say very quickly. Both of it, you. Stop it. You just <laughs> lost weight in front of me across the studio. It, it's something about Money FM that does this. No, it's working with you, Neil. You make us lose weight. That's right. All right, guys. Well, hey, oh, th- thanks again, Jason, for joining us. Have a great rest of your weekend. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.